Welcome back. We are studying the seventh chapter of Hitchot Kiddush HaChodes. This chapter is both short and relatively easy. And the next one, uh, I'll preview with you, chapter eight is also relatively easy. Ninth and tenth are going to be a little more complex, more calculations about trying to find out the equinox. And then 11 through 19, those chapters... Uh, we'll, we'll go through them and we'll understand them, but those are what's called Soda'ibur, and they are what Hachamim took pride in. It's very advanced, specifically for their time, very advanced calculations and uh, concepts that we are not very familiar with, so it's, they're not going to be very intuitive. But until we get there, we'll take it nice and easy. So Perek Shavi'ai, seventh chapter. This chapter is going to deal with how do you know what day is Rosh Hashanah? The next chapter, Perek Shemini, is going to tell you, once you know what day Rosh Hashanah is, is set at, how do you know uh, which month has 30 days, which month has 29 days, and which months are fixed that they always have either 30 or 29 days, and which months you can play around with in order to, among other things, make sure that this chapter, Perek Shavi'ai, comes to fruition, and Rosh Hashanah is always when it's supposed to be. Halakha Aleph. En kovayim le'olam Rosh Chodesh Tishri lefi cheshbon zeh, lo be'ehad b'shabbat, ve'lo b'ravi'ai b'shabbat, ve'lo be'arev shabbat. So we know from last chapter how to calculate the molad. We know the molad. So let's say we have the molad, and the molad we know is going to be on, on Tuesday, or something like that. So regardless of when the molad is, first rule we have to respect and get around with in setting up this calendar, now that we don't have Kiddush Re'iyah, is we will never have the first day of Rosh Hashanah fall on Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. Siman lahem adu. Adu Aleph is one, Dalet four, Vav He, and uh, the siman that everyone is familiar with is Lo Adu Rosh. Lo adu rosh. If you just remember these three very, very, very short words, lo adu rosh, you remember hopefully this rule that Sunday, Wednesday, and Friday, Rosh Hashanah cannot fall on any of those days. Rather, if the Mulad does fall of Tishri in one of these three days, we don't change the Mulad. The Mulad is the, the day it is. However, we'll do Rosh Chodesh the day following that Mulad. How so? Assume that the is on Then we are going to do Rosh Chodesh Tishri not on Sunday because Lo Adu Rosh Aleph is Sunday, but rather the second day, Monday. Likewise, if it's on the Wednesday, Lo Adu Rosh Dalit of Adu. Rosh Chodesh Bahamishi. We do Rosh Chodesh Thursday. If the Molad is on Friday, Rosh Chodesh is going to be Shabbat. And obviously here Rosh Chodesh is Rosh Hashanah, is the same thing. Not only if it's, uh, if it's Adu, but just generally, another rule for another rule for uh, doing Rosh Chodesh, and we are going to be a little more specific about this um, on the next chapter. But the Molad always goes with the day; it belongs to the day 
if you split the days into Hatsot into uh, midday and on, so if it's midday and on, it belongs to the next day. Kesad, how so? An example. Hareshe hayeha mulad bayom hashani, shesh sha'ot bayom oyater al shesh sha'ot. Let's say that the mulad was on Monday afternoon, after noon, right? So it's Monday, it's not Tuesday, it's Monday afternoon. It's more than noon. So Rosh Chodesh belongs now to Tuesday. However, if it's even one helek before noon, the molad, then it's going to belong to Monday. Uh, so long as so long as this day is not one of Adu. Gimal is going to explain how we resolve this. Halacha Gimal. Now what happens if the molad is on, uh, let's say the molad was Shabbat at noon and uh, and 3.333 seconds, which is one helik, right? So the molad falls on Shabbat, but it's Shabbat afternoon, so it really belongs to Sunday. But now we have the first rule, which is lo adurosh, we cannot do Rosh Hashanah on a Sunday. Then it's going to be something a little bizarre, but we are going to have Rosh Hashanah right now be on Monday, not on Sunday. So we never do it on the day of the Molad if the Molad is after noon. Number two, we never do it on Adu, on Aleph, Dalet, Ovav, Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday. So sometimes... We may postpone Rosh Hashanah up to a day and a half after the Molad in order to respect these two rules. Rosh Hashanah is going to be then the third day from the Molad. First day being Shabbat, second day Sunday, third day Monday. Let's say that the Molad was on uh, on Shabbat afternoon, uh, the, the hour would be uh, in this example seven and eighteen halakim. So if if this happens, Rosh Chodesh is going to be on Monday, like the example we just explained a couple of minutes ago. Likewise, if this had happened on Tuesday afternoon. We do the same thing and we'd establish Rosh Hashanah on, on, on Thursday. Halakha Dalet. Molat Tishri Shiyasa Becheshbon Zeh Belel Shalishi Betesha Shaot Balayla Omataim Vearbaa Halakim Mishaa Asirit Simana Shlishi Gimal Tet Resh Dalet O Yater Al Zeh Ima Ita Shana Peshuta Dohin Et Rosh Hashodesh Ve'en Kov'ain Oto Bishlishi Beshana Zo so if this happened with a molad of Tishri, and the case in this particular example is it's falling on the night of Tuesday, 
nine hours of the night, in other words, three hours before sunrise, and 240 halakim out of 1080 from the 10th hour, and the siman is 3, 9, 204, or a little, or beyond that, if the year was going to be Shana Peshutai, it's a year where we are not adding another month, then we postpone Rosh Chodesh, and we do not set Rosh Hashanah on Tuesday, um, but rather on Thursday. So this is a third rule. It's a very particular rule, very specific rule, but it, it's necessary to, to make the calendar work. So it's as, as if it were an exception. So normally we just look at whether it's before noon or afternoon. If, however, it, uh, it's, it's on a Tuesday and it's after nine hours, and 204 halakim at night, so this is obviously past the afternoon of the day prior to Tuesday, right? But, and, and it's before the, the, the afternoon of, of, uh, of the day of Tuesday, but still, in this particular situation, we do not consider this to be Tuesday, but rather we, we push it forward, and we cannot push it forward to, to Wednesday, so we do so to Thursday. Halachahe. It's a very, very specific case again. So it's Gimal Tet Rad, Gatrad, if you want to remember it. By the way, the reason to do this, just so you have it intuitively, is because every so often we are going to have to add another day to, to the year, and this is an easy adjustment that we can do. Also, if the molad was on Monday, on three hours of the day, in other words, uh, three hours before noon, halakim and five hundred and eighty-nine halakim from the fourth hour of the day. The siman here is bet tetvav takpat, betu takpat, oyater alken, or beyond this. So. What this is talking about is those three hours or two and some hours where it's not yet noon. It's not yet noon, right? If it had been noon, we'd go to the second rule uh, and we'd just consider it of the next day. If this year was a year following a year where we had added Adar Bet, then we move Rosh Chodesh from Monday to Tuesday, even though we normally, under normal circumstances, we would only be doing this if the Molad had been afternoon. So in this particular situation, we don't look at afternoon, we look at after uh, nine hours and uh, and almost almost ten hours. If the molad of a non-extended year, Shana Peshuta, that we mentioned that is going to be that 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 should be postponed to to Thursday. Um, 
אחות חלק אחד, less than, uh, one, just, just one second, sorry, I want to check something. Oh, okay, sorry. So, so the, these two, the point of this halakha is to say that these two examples we just gave, these two, not examples, these two exceptions we just gave, Gimal Tetrad and Betut Akpat, are, they, they need to be precise. Even if you are off by one helik, if it happens one helik before, then you follow the normal rules. Um, so if it happened, not Gimal Tetrad, but Gimal Tetrag, one helik less than that, then you, it remains on Tuesday like it's supposed to be under the rules. Then you also uh, let it stay on a Monday. continuation. So to conclude, this is how you know when Rosh Chodesh Tishri is going to be. First of all, find out when the Molad is going to be. <coughs> know exactly what time of the day or of the night. Also the halakim, the out of one, 1080, each of which is 3.333 seconds, as we said. <coughs> Sorry. And the day of the molad always is going to be the day on which Rosh Chodesh falls, unless, and then we have two exceptions. If it is Adu Lo Adu Rosh, then we postpone it. Or, second exception, if the Molad falls in the afternoon of that day, afternoon of that day, then you postpone it to the next day. Sometimes these two rules combine and you end up postponing it a day and a half. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, also another very specific exception on, on uh, the nights of Tuesday, between Monday and Tuesday. If it falls exactly on 10 hours of the night and 204 parts, if it's a little less than that, it doesn't apply, then you move it one day forward. Uh, you move it a day and a half forward. So long as the year was a, a non-extended year, or if the Molad falls on a Monday, um, on, on, on the fourth hour and 589 Halakim of, of the morning of, of Monday, on a year that is Peshuta but follows a Me'oberet, that if one of these four exceptions applies, that's when we do not set Rosh Chodesh on the day of the Molad, but rather, rather the day after, or the day after the day after. Like it was explained in the first five halachot. A little bit of a rationale for all of this. Why did Hachamim say that Lo Adu Rosh, that we don't do Rosh Hashanah on Sunday, Wednesday, or Friday? Because let's remember, this Molad 
is not an exact uh, science. The Molad is not meant to capture the exact kibbutz, the exact uh, moment in which the moon aligns exactly between Earth and and uh, and the sun. It's not the, the real place. What we are trying to achieve with the Molad, as we explained in the last chapter, is the average. We are averaging with the average time it takes for the moon to surround the Earth when, according to this average, adding these intervals is going to be the next time that this happens on average. Therefore, Hamim were entitled to play around with this a little bit, and then they took advantage and they let us adjust so that we are always a little bit behind. How do you do a little bit? How do, how do you make sure you're a little bit behind? You put some rules so that every so often you'll have to postpone the molad. And why is it better to be behind than to be ahead? Because you don't want to have the molad fall or the Rosh Chodesh really fall as part of last month. It's not the biggest deal if it falls as part of the next month. It's much more preferable. So in order to delay us a day or two, every so often they made these rules. That's why they added the Yom Yom in order to for us to align more closely with the actual with the actual alignment of uh, with the actual kibbutz, which is the alignment of the moon exactly between the sun, the sun and earth. How so? Because right now, by having, even if you only look at the first rule, you just have right now, you added three out of seven chances, three out of seven chances that you're going to have to add another day to delay Rosh Chodesh by a day. And by the way, delaying Rosh Hashanah uh, delays the rest of the year. That That's kind of the whole point. And also, that's the rationale for the, all four exceptions that we add, and that is because the Heshbon needs to be, um, the Heshbon that we do is on the basis of the average cycle of the moon, it's not the exact cycle, so it's okay if we, if we are off a little bit and we want to be off in a delayed fashion, not in a uh, forward fashion. And how do we know that? Because, you know, you can see that Chachamim were okay with having a Molad fall on Tuesday and still have Rosh Chodesh on Thursday. And Rambam says, and, and pay attention, even when you do that, even when you add those two days, if you go out, it is possible that the moon will not have yet been become visible. This is how not precise the molad is in terms of the actual phenomenon of the kibbutz. So this is a proof that Imam says that uh, the, the, if, if you had any doubts that the, that, the, that the molad is not really when the moon appears, here's your proof. Imam says even on Friday, even on Friday of that day, so the molad was on Tuesday and three days later on Friday, you still may not see the moon. And that would show you that the real kibbutz of the, the sun and the moon had happened on Thursday, even though the molad was on Tuesday. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen.